Hello everyone, welcome to the Books and Bullshit podcast. My name is Jane. And my name is Hannah. Uh, This week we are going to be talking about plotting books. Now I know that you might be thinking, I'm sure I've listened to this episode because this is what we said last week. But when I listened to the episode back when I was editing it, we don't actually really talk about plotting books. (laughs) We don't really talk about anything of substance. So we agreed that we would do a shorter episode where we actually talk about our book plotting process yeah so, hence why I won't be speaking much in this episode <laughs> if you like the Irish accent you're not going to be hearing <laughs> also disclaimer again because we recorded this straight after we just um did the review one I still have COVID it didn't disappear <laughs> in the hour break we took so if they're sniffling and coughing it's the COVID still yeah we're being organised. I've even started editing the other one. That's how organised we're being because we're taking this podcast <laughs> stuff. So, well, so we're being, no, we're being organised now because I'm running away for the summer. So we can't do anything there. Anyway, so as we touched on in the last one, there's kind of two streams of thought when it, thoughts when it, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> No, there are two streams of thought when it comes to books and we are very much Jane and I in different camps. So you've got the plotters and the pantsers. I still don't know where the pant like the word pantsers comes from. Because you're you're flying with a seat of your pants. Oh right, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm a genius. I just made that up. I don't actually know if that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds reasonable, so I'm gonna go with it. It does sound reasonable, you're right. So <laughs> I am very much in it. I have to have everything kind of in order in like one place before I can start. <laughs> Jane just fucking just says like middle finger to that and she like just starts and sees what happens. So I will go over the way I do it. And the thing is, my way sounds a lot more long-winded. I suppose that it is, but I wouldn't necessarily t- say it takes me longer to write books. I think you probably spend more time deciding what's coming next, whereas I already know because I kind of did like all of this work beforehand. Would you agree? No, no, no. I don't know. Because sometimes I just think of something and I write it. Like I don't think about it beforehand. It just kind of happens. Yeah. So. But what I mean is. But to be fair. I, I wouldn't compare any writing style to me because it's just very chaotic. I don't have a writing style, it just kind of happens. Yeah. No, but what I mean is that you it plotting doesn't necessarily mean that the overall process will kind of yeah. take you longer. Like if yeah. you were, will you stop drawing middle fingers on the left? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm drawing. <laughs> well, the first one I thought, oh, she's she's like sneezed on like a keyboard a, or something. It's like but a skyline. This, this, it does. The second one looks a bit better, actually. You're such a prick. I told you I'm trying to learn how to draw so that you don't have to pay for your cover anymore. Thanks. Thanks so much. Well, it's um, all for you. Oh, I'm going to close the white. You're such a child. It is ridiculous. That one's good. That one looks like a, middle That's a fat ass middle finger. I know. <sighs> <Still> Sorry. <new. laughs> But the, yeah, so I'll go through mine. As I said before, this is probably just going to be me talking a lot and then Jane just distracting me on the whiteboard on my screen. <laughs> yeah, for context, we're on Zoom and there's a whiteboard setting on Zoom. And I'm drawing. Oh, I've just, I don't yeah, think it was there before, but I've just updated my software and it's there now. 
so yeah so let me talk about what I do hopefully this I'm gonna have to close the thing because it's too distracting you've been annoying (laughs) thanks for the love heart but you're a prick you're a prick there we go it's gone now I'll just stare at the word Jesus which is what you've named yourself on Zoom (laughs) so basically every book starts with having an idea so the it comes to you in kind of all different ways I tend to find it usually tends to be when I'm driving and then I like panic until I'm at my destination that I'm gonna forget what it was <laughs> but it's you know through music it can be through watching films through reading other books that then inspire you it could be something that you've either watched or listened to or read or whatever and you think I wouldn't have done it like that and then that kind of sparks an idea in your own head that then obviously then spirals into like your own idea and your own creation so it all starts having an idea. So what I would suggest, and this is probably the only thing that both Jane and I do, is that you get everything down onto, like, just create a Word document or like a Google Docs, whatever it is, or, you you know, write it down on paper, whatever suits you best. Get as much down as you can, even if it's just, like, random words that, like, trigger a thought or random scenes that you might have planned out or like how a particular character looks or like how a particular character behaves now we touched on this in the last episode where Jane's is essentially just chaos on a page (laughs) so that is probably something that we both mine is a lot less chaotic there's no yeehaws in mine no no I actually disagree I think yours is just as chaotic it's just you just act like it is (laughs) It's just more structured chaos than mine. Yeah, fair. That's mine is blatant chaos. Yours is structured. A structured chaos, okay. Yours is legible. <laughs> yeah. What I tend to do, actually, because I am codependent and can't, like, have anything on my own, I tend to be like, I've got an idea to a friend. Now, it's, it's usually Jane. It's not always Jane. That's usually sometimes it's, it's like... Four... First I've heard of that? I know. First, sometimes it's like four o'clock in the morning and like you're asleep. So I'll text Kyle back or something. But I will just basically brain dump into um, a text message. It's kind of like all out there then. I will just screenshot those messages and then put them in a Word document. So like for one of my books, my explanation of the plot of what's going to happen is literally just several like Instagram messages <laughs> because <laughs> I've just kind of got it all out of my head at the time and said to someone, do you think this would be a good book? And then been too lazy to type it all out in any other way. So I just take screenshots. Notepads on phones, also a great place to do it. I've got a notepad on my phone for book ideas. And when something comes to me and I'm like in a work meeting and I can't really like dwell on it, I will literally just pick up my phone discreetly in my meeting and then just type it into the word uh, password protected, obviously emphasis on password protected, notepad like thing on my phone. So yeah, get as much out of your head. And then from there, I will start to kind of work out what the themes and tropes are. So we just had like a conversation, a small conversation about this offline. I don't think like, or I don't tend to not, not a book that I can think of that I've got planned where I've gone. I want to write a such and such trope book. And then I've come up with a plot. I tend to have a a plot idea that drops into my head I will start to visualize and understand the characters and then that will then kind of morph into and a different idea and I'll go right okay that sounds like it would be a really good grumpy sunshine book or I don't know arranged marriage book or something like that 
because there's tropes that we um obviously we both love and both read you can always think oh i would love to write a book similar to this i don't think either of us really unless you can think of anything i don't think either of us have ever sat down and gone i'm going to write a such and such book um i think bloom i did because i knew i wanted bloom to be grumpy shine and i knew i wanted a cowboy i don't know if cowboy is a trope but i'm gonna choose to say that it is <laughs> and so i knew those things but then i also knew that it was going to be caroline so i had a bit of an idea what the plot would be already yeah i so think... i don't know i definitely go into books with a plot knowing what tropes i want to yeah. do as opposed to you like you come up with them after i definitely go and be like okay i want to do this but i don't know well wouldn't you say you normally have because yeah i know what you mean about bloom but i think it's <laughs> when you've got a sunshine character and you kind of work out who you want to match them with it's like with bloom because it was like you said i want to write a redemption story about caroline mm. obviously caroline is a sunshine character you were like because she's such a sunshine character i want to pair her with a really like grumpy guy that like mm-hmm. works on the ranch and she's obviously all like sun flowers and sundresses like i want to pair her with someone who's like really rough and ready the cowboy <laughs> <laughs> and yeah but yeah no i suppose yeah I well suppose. i have I've, and then as well for chaos for Lottie's book I have not I don't have that plotted at all but I know it's going to be grumpy sunshine yeah so I oh, think for me personally it varies yeah that it's to be fair I've never thought of it like that you are right obviously that <laughs> I usually am oh, shut fuck off. <laughs> um no so to be fair yeah so I don't like personally go into it I work out who my, my the way that the books come to me is I will think of the plot and the characters will start to form themselves and then once I've kind of let that develop a bit, I will pluck out kind of what is naturally formed. If you are someone who wants to go, I really want to ha- have this theme. That's absolutely fine. It's just best, in my opinion, to work it out as far in advance as you can, because then it makes sure that it's like a consistent theme throughout your entire book. Mm. Um, it's not something that you kind of think of like halfway through, because if you decide halfway through you suddenly want one of your characters to be grumpy, you've got to go back to the beginning of your book and make sure that they didn't just become grumpy halfway through because people yeah. want this. So try and think and work out what you want to do as early as you can. There's also a lot of people that write in line with trends so if you want to write a book that is kind of on trend so for example hockey books like great that's fine it just whatever works best for you just try and work out what you're doing and who's going to be like how they're going to be like as early as you can which kind of leads me on to the next thing that I do which is character profiles so I didn't do this for my first three books and it was there's a really really good girl called Abigail Amons I think her surname is I will post a link to her it, yeah I'm sure it's Abby Amons and she does like YouTube videos she's got a really helpful website and it's all about book plotting like she's a lot more extra than I am things that she's done and suggested have like really inspired the way that I now start plotting so I've started doing character profiles for the books that I am obviously now writing I will happily provide my um version of my character profile if anybody wants it it is basically just like an altered version of the one that I downloaded from Abby so um I'll put the original link to it so obviously everyone knows like where the credits go in but mine is just a slightly different version of it which I've adapted a bit for kind of more in line with romance books and romance characters and basically you need to know what things are important to your characters before you start writing them so it's just really quick several questions so it's like what's your character's greatest fear oh god yeah I've, I've, I've 
oh I tried to do that and it <laughs> did not work for me yeah well I I've never done it before I literally I obviously when you come up with a character you kind of think of how they look what their background is anything about them kind of like their motivators in the book and things like that but for example you know something that I'd never considered so I did the first one I did this um for was the cruel summer book so I did mm. it for Kaya. Like one of the questions, how is your character dissatisfied with their life? And it's like, it's something that I've never considered. What does your character, uh, how does your character struggle to hold on to their old beliefs? So it's like, what's going to happen in your story that's going to like flip your character on the head? And I, as I say, I did it for Cruel Summer and I just feel like starting to write that story now, I feel like I have a much better understanding of my main character than I have yeah. done on any of the main characters that I've done so far. I tried to do that and it did not The thing work. is, it doesn't... As I, say, I got, like, bored and, like, frustrated when I couldn't think of an answer. Yeah, so that's why I've altered it, because as I say, some of them, on her original one, it's like, what is their kryptonite? And I just feel like in a romance book, it's not. People can obviously have sort of kryptonites in a sense that they've got like their weaknesses, but I don't know. So I have I have altered it slightly to like suit me, but I'm, I'll am i happily provide that for everyone, obviously along with like the original where I've kind of got the inspiration from. That's something I do. I don't do it for every character. I just do it for the main characters or like the people that have got their own things going on within the story because I couldn't do it for every character. I've got too many characters. Yeah, so that's something that's really, really helped me. But like I said, it's not for everyone. Some people are quite happy that they kind of understand the characters and all. I have personally found this really helpful because it's something that I can relate back to. It's also got the things in that I talked about in the last episode about the character bible. So, you know, it's got a few things like the character's name, the role in the story, the physical descriptions. It's just not as in detail as my character bible. So I will have those two things side by side. Um, I'm very much a planet. I'm a Virgo. So I think that probably explains it. I have Notion. So I use Notion for making a page. I have a page per book. So I've got like various different things within my page. And one of those is obviously my, the character description. It's so my character profiles. But then I've got my Excel document that's got all my character, like characteristics in them. Because obviously how your character actually looks is very different to your character's like, inner most motivations and fears and stuff like that <laughs> so it, I think it just helps make them like slightly more rounded and slightly more real yeah and that's just that's just in my experience anyway essentially even if you don't want to go into the in-depthness of having a um character profile knowing what's important to your character is like probably the most important thing because you need to understand when you're writing them what's driving them what yeah. are the goals in life what are they doing this for if they've got really strong opinions about something why if they've you know act in a very specific way why so for example Anastasia and Icebreaker is incredibly competitive and that's all because of how she like she was as a child and feeling like she needed to constantly be winning to like feel secure like in her household because she was in the care system and and yeah, so you've just got to kind of understand what you're dealing with before you get started. Because if you try and work it out as you go, in my opinion, I think even you with like the way that you pants it, <laughs> like you still have a really good understanding of your characters before you even go into Yeah, it. I was going to say that. I think that might be because all of my characters are so like based off myself almost. <laughs> like not in the sense that like I am Amelia, but like, like experiences, but like our personalities 
yeah and like goals and things like that and like inner thoughts and like anxieties are all very (laughs) closely based on myself because that's how I find it easiest to write is when I'm writing like not from personal experience but from like just personally so I I think that's why I don't have to as much plan because it's kind of I'm just like exactly what I think how I think it a lot of the time yeah I think it's definitely it's unavoidable to kind of accidentally put yourself into oh for sure intentionally but like accidentally in particular like but to put yourself in characters like I always do I remember I think it was um was it Sadia who said the you joke that Elle was based off you and I was like no Elle's based off me and it wasn't that I was writing myself as a character it was that she was riddled with anxiety and imposter <laughs> and that is something that I found incredibly easy to write yeah, I mean, that's yeah I'm not I'm not self-inserting myself I'm self-inserting my anxiety yeah. <laughs> someone commented something the other day actually being like oh like the way you write it um Caroline is that like it's like you you need to make us feel how anxious she is and I was like no <laughs> like it's how anxious I am this is just like yeah. my thoughts rubbing off on Caroline and I think that's really good and I think probably that's like my favorite thing about writing is it, it is very much an escape yeah and I think and it's very really easy to have someone like process and deal with things that you can't deal with in, in your own life <laughs> exactly. that is probably a conversation for me and my therapist but but yeah so it's no, knowing your characters even if you plan to just make up your plot as you go along you still need to have a good idea of who it is that you're dealing with and what it is you're dealing with that's kind of the first place to start to have an idea to get as much out of your head as you possibly can do and identify themes and tropes and the kind of the direction that you want to head in um, understanding kind of what everyone's motivations are and then it comes to working out your conflicts so I didn't know this like I when I wrote B23 like I literally had no idea about how to write a book I still don't have any idea how to write a book but I just was like right this is how I want the book to go Like, I didn't know anything about how you're supposed to structure a book or how you're supposed to have three conflicts. And that's something actually Becca said about Consider Me, because there was quite a lot of conflict in the original version of Consider Me that she has altered in the published version. And she said that, like, she thought that when you were writing a book, like, the more drama, the better. Obviously, she's since learned that really (laughs) books are, like, supposed to have three main conflicts. Again, I didn't even plot Icebreaker in that way. And I'm trying no, to put all my other books in that way. I still, I don't know. I suppose there's room. You, you basically, you can write a book however you want to write a book. You can have as much or as little in it as you want. There just is obviously these three kind of recognized, encouraged ways that you do it, which is obviously three main conflicts. I mean, yeah. I will try and work out kind of what my main issues are. To me, a conflict doesn't necessarily have to be like this big dramatic fight or break up or whatever it is your conflict can simply be like something that happens that alters like the course of your book um, or well alters the course of like the character's story as I say I'm sure there's probably long in-depth analysis somewhere by a professional who knows a lot more about writing books than I do that explains why it's three main conflicts that's a good place to start if you're going to start obviously plotting out the book and making sure you know exactly where your book's headed is work out kind of what's happening what are you th- your main points 
that you're going to need to kind of work through and resolve. As I said last week, I have mine into months. So that is just the way that I did it when I started writing B23 that I found was like the easiest way for me to do it and to keep track of it and understand it. So I will write the, obviously the work out how long my book's going to cover write the months in and then write what's going where and what I need to include in each month and then obviously like where those conflicts are going to go where other events I like personally I like to have things happen on like at parties or on classic (laughs) like events and stuff like that I think when everybody is together in one place it's always like a good point to kind of either stir up trouble or have something happen even if it's not like a bad thing that happens I, I always end up having people hook up at parties in my books um, but that's what I will tend to do so I will plot them out that way and then make sure that everything flows that you know it's paced properly and that there isn't too much of a sort of time jump on because what you don't want to do is if you know something big is happening on a particular date and that date is significant in your book for whatever reason it is whether that be you know a a holiday or like someone's birthday or an event or something that you've been like building up to through your book you want to make sure that it isn't either like right up to the mark or obviously you know if you need something at the end of October any chapters at the start of October like you need to be able to explain where those couple of weeks have gone so that's the way that I have always personally done it I don't know whether it's it's obviously something that anyone else does because it's never a conversation that I've had I will then, once I've got them in a Word document and I've got every chapter accounted for, sometimes my chapters will literally just say, so I'll have like what I'm going to do in chapter one, what I'm going to do in chapter two, et cetera. And I will literally just have like fluff. So I will just plot out that in that chapter, something fluffy is going to happen. Yeah, I have done that a few times. (laughs) Yeah. So, because I'll know that if I've had a few, I don't know, it might be angsty chapters or whatever, or people have been fighting or whatever it might be that I need to kind of like rebalance the reader by adding in some like nice sweet moments so that will just be my description for that chapter literally fluff others it'll be like a line or two to give me a rough idea of what I need to write about and then I will put them in my calendar and make sure that everything kind of works properly and spans over the time that I want to do so something that I've learned about since I kind of found my own way of plotting is the three-act structure and again um Abby Amons has got a guide on this there's there's, to be fair it's not just like her it's like a recognized way to plot books and it's about having a hook and then you've got you've sort of end of scene one end of scene two end of scene three and there's all these like little guides of what you need to do and um like a midpoint tension and blah 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 and it's really interesting to read I cannot fucking do it I've tried I can't do I have tried I literally I've got my iPad in front of me with like (laughs) notes of what I wanted to talk about and on the other page I've been plotting stranded and I downloaded the um, document from Abby's website to my iPad so I could write over it oh so here it is so it's act one so it's like the hook inciting incident build up first plot point first pinch point pre-midpoint reactionary hero game-changing midpoint post-midpoint action and it basically goes on like that and I tried to like plot stranded on that kind of way I just can't do it I was just about to say if this because I'm gonna have to edit this and it's gonna be hard this suddenly feels very 
um, piece together is because Jane announced that Nick Cannon was having another meeting. Uh, was, no. having another, <laughs> was having another baby. And nice. then Zoom started shouting at us about running out of time. So I've just had to upgrade it. So we've got unlimited recording time. So I was talking about the three-act structure, wasn't I? And basically yes. about how I cannot fucking do it. <laughs> but I've tr- I tried to put Stranded over it. Like, I, I'm literally I'm reading my, like, my notes on it. Because I download, I use Goodreads on my... No, I don't use Goodreads. That's not the name of it. What's it called? <laughs> Good Notes. Notion. Oh. I, yeah, I use, like, loads of different platforms. <laughs> so I, I use Notion for, like, planning and keeping track of everything. I make pages on there. And then I'll use like Google documents just for ease of sharing with people. Like if I'm sending anything to you or um, I send loads of stuff to Harley as well, because she always reads my icebreaker stuff. I swear to God, she's read it more times than I have and she knows it better than I do. Um, but yeah, so I'd use like Google Docs for just like ease of of sharing. And then I'll make yeah. notes on my iPad um, on GoodNotes. But I use, I'd use that in work anyway, so it's an application that I've used for a while. But I tried to plot over the the three-act structure thing and it just did not go well at all. So that is, as I say, a recognised way to do it. I'm sure there are people that have got more brain cells than I have that can do it very easily, but I like the way that I do it and it's worked for me for the last, like, three books. As I say, I've kind of altered how I started to ha- where I am now particularly in terms of like character profiles and character planning and things like that but how I actually plan how the book is going to flow is you know very much the same kind of as how I did it when I started and I just change that as and when I need to so when stuff happens I just add it in and then make sure like does that mean that I have to now change multiple chapters or anything else or if the book's getting longer so like I initially plotted 40 chapters for icebreaker it ended up being 50 it all bloody changed because (laughs) literally from like chapter seven everything changed so I just altered my step-by-step plan like my chapter by chapter plan to suit that that is how I plot a book once I've kind of got all those things done and ready and I feel like I know where the story is heading how it's going to end I will start writing it and that's like that's the point that I start writing it how do you do it <laughs> well I you- start writing it as soon as a thought comes into my brain <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what happens a lot for me is I'll get like the first line of a book or the first line of a chapter and I'll just write that down and run with it <laughs> yeah it is quite often where you'll be like I've had an idea for this new book and I'm like oh amazing and you're like can I just send you what I've got and it's like 2,000 words <laughs> it's the first chapter oh, just a random ass shit yeah no I don't I try I try so hard to plan at the beginning and then I just get impatient and I'm like no I just want to post it now <laughs> yeah so. no that is really relatable I have got no patience whatsoever like I always I'm like I, I think I need the validation like I need to be like yeah exactly tell me that you like it as well yeah yeah and I love the beginning stage of posting on Wattpad when it's just like your favorite commenters and there's no assholes running amok and it's just people being nice and like excited yeah you know what I mean like I love that stage so I just try to get that stage a lot yeah 
I like I like the bit in particular is obviously posting because I'm kind of in two places right now and that I'm posting stranded on what part and that I'm writing um cruel summer off or whatever I know cruel summer is like not the final name that's just the song that it's based off <laughs> and like I'm writing that offline and I'm writing trying to write that offline to share it with a group that I've like kind of my existing readers who I've kind of selected it's like I've done it through word uh google docs rather and I'm trying to get kind of enough to give them to get on with and like read and review and see how they feel about it and I've nearly finished the first chapter and I'm going to start kind of sharing it with them soon but it's completely kind of a different way to do it but that is probably the book that I feel the most organized about in terms of the characters like I feel like going into it haven't I haven't like hold my hands up I haven't done the full plot yet I always knew how the first chapter was going to go because it is very much like set the scene so I didn't really need to spend like a loads of time working out what it was going to be like I, I knew that from the beginning and um, the rest of it I do need to sit and plot out but like going into it I feel like because of all the these new steps that I've kind of introduced as I've like learned more about writing and learned more about what other authors do and things like that I feel like this is the book that I'm I'm hoping that I will find the easiest to write because of all the work that I've done beforehand probably won't go that way but that's what I'm hoping anyway I'm hoping it is because having an easy book to write seems like a dream (laughs) yeah so it's going to be like a maximum of 80,000 words that's actually god bless (laughs) I know never done 80,000 words I said that the other day I was I can't remember what I posted I can't remember what it was but anyway Kai responded to my story and was like you've never done 80,000 words in your life (laughs) (laughs) and it's so true that's something obviously that I've missed out kind of from the book plotting you need to work out or you need to have a kind of a goal in mind of where you want the book to be how long you want the book to be most romance books are somewhere between 50,000 to 90,000 words that is what will come up if you google how long I can hear you cackling um, how long a romance book is I can do like that in 10 chapters yeah <laughs> just gonna, my first five chapters are 50 yeah uh, so having I suppose it depends what you're doing if you're writing for you and you're writing a book and you don't care about sticking to kind of convention or anything like that was which was exactly how I felt when I wrote B23 because I never no one I never thought anyone would read it <laughs> and I never thought that I would ever like look to publish it or anything like that and I didn't care I wrote a book because I really found a love for writing and if that's how you feel do whatever you want write as many words as many chapters as you want if it's just doing it for you or if you never plan to share it with anyone else like literally don't care about convention if you want to eventually publish it either that be um like traditional go for try and go through traditional publishing where you've got to like obviously pitch your book basically I, I haven't done that person so I know nothing about that process or obviously self-publishing where basically the longer your book is the more money it's costing you then I would really consider trying to set a a kind of a cap on how many words that you want to do and kind of be very aware of that through your writing process because 
all you're gonna have to do is edit it down when you get done if you know that you can only afford to pay for a book to be edited that's a hundred thousand words there is absolutely no sense in you creating more work for yourself what if you write a hundred twenty thousand word book because you will just have to get it down um or as I say you know you will get those comments to say this book is too long things like that so you just need to kind of be mindful but if you're just doing it for yourself fuck all that just do whatever you want do whatever you know put as much or as little in it as as you want to whatever kind of makes you happy with the book and the finished project uh, the finished product so so yeah that would be my advice (laughs) well see I'm not like I'm I'm planning to publish and I'm still just like very much writing for myself (laughs) I'm like I'm the most important person when it comes like if I don't like the book I'm gonna fucking despise the whole process more than I probably already will it's not I I get I get what you mean and I completely agree with you like you need to write a book that you love but I think that when you come to publish and you have to edit (laughs) you will change your mind drastically no editing is gonna hurt me yeah because it wasn't it wasn't that bad for me for icebreaker so i think when we recorded the the last episode so obviously the the episode that you would have listened to the um rambling continues episode that we put up last week was actually recorded about 6 weeks ago <laughs> so i was just starting editing icebreaker and i think i complained about it a bit in the episode i have now finished editing it and it was fucking awful and it's because there was when I start, I had no intention of doing anything with it when I started. Now, knowing how annoying the editing process is, I am being a lot more careful and putting a lot more effort into the chapters that I'm doing, knowing that Stranded will be published next. So because I'm writing Stranded now, don't get me wrong, I'm still writing the book that I want to write and I'm still telling the story that I want to tell. But because I know what I will have to do when it's done I'm tr- just trying to ease that struggle for myself now if that means, if I've worded that no way. that makes sense but yeah so it, it, I think there's there's a balance to be struck where you were writing a book that you love but you're not intentionally making making your life harder harder yeah well I just know I'm gonna hate editing unexpected no matter what it's wild. <laughs> so, is, I unexpected think- is vile you're right <laughs> <laughs> leave my leave my uh, babies alone no I think it doesn't matter who you are I think you will just hate the editing process Becca texted me yesterday and she was like now you've done finished now you've finished editing icebreaker will you edit play with me for me because it's just shit like the just the process of having to (laughs) take them and play with me (laughs) can you start I mean the editing process is shit (laughs) the editing process is shit where you've got to sit because you know you read a line well to be, to be fair I, I was about to say you read a line and you remember why you wrote that line to me I read a line and the line did not make sense <laughs> so um but it, the editing process is just shit and yeah. it's worth it at the end and like the my editor who I share with Becca um is lovely like she is the nicest sweetest person ever and she's just I'd be like sending her chaotic emails at like I've done it but I'm I blah 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 and I don't know whether I need to change this and things like that and I got my notes but I got my first 20 chapters back just as an example and it's like you sit and analyze and you panic and you're thinking oh my god I'm letting someone else read 
this thing that I like randomly plotted one night in October <laughs> or September whenever it was and you know it suddenly starts to feel real so yeah all I'm saying is I'm putting more work and more effort into Stranded now instead of just thinking I'll fix it at the end because I did that with Icebreaker and it was a lot of stress <laughs> but I also work full-time um that has been like a big sort of hindrance to my processes that after having I was off sick pretty much the entire time writing Icebreaker because for the, if anyone is discovering this podcast that doesn't like follow us online or whatever I I was off with I've got endometriosis and PCOS and I was off for several months just because of the pain that I was struggling with I have a full-time job and everything so I wrote Icebreaker whilst I was off work which is probably why I got through it so quickly I unfortunately could not flash that out anymore because uh, I'm back at work full-time and I was coming home from work after a really stressful day because I have a lot of like direct reports and it's really emotionally draining I would come home and then I would have to sit in front of my computer and try and edit <laughs> And I ended up just rewriting chapters because I was like, this doesn't work. This isn't right. And yeah, it was just because because I just basically winged it. So yeah, I'm just trying to plan and plot and get everything ready so it's not as painful when I have to do it again for Stranded. Well, so. yeah, so that's it. So that's our book plotting process. I plot <laughs> Hannah's book. book plotting process. I know. <laughs> Jane just wings it it's fine the thing I is do. you'll you'll work out like if you listen to this and you might be listening to this and you're someone who's done loads of books and you think the chatting shit I've never worked like that ever like that's absolutely fine if you are someone yeah. who has never done a book before but you know you really want to and you've got kind of ideas and you're not really sure where to start try it out try out what we've said or um you know even if you just literally go on youtube and just type in how to plot a book there's so many people on there that will like walk you through a, a process of how to do it you know but find the way that works for you and if it doesn't seem like the conventional way like it doesn't matter at the end of the day you will have a book at the end of it mm. yeah i told you this was just going to be a lot of me talking i have nothing to add <laughs> you've got nothing you, the only thing you had to add was that nick cannon's having another baby <laughs> i have no wisdom to share other than nick cannon's baby <laughs> yeah well, yeah, no, so should we wrap it up there? We shall. So we have been very organised. So the next episode is going to be another review. So we will be reviewing Consider Me by Becca Mack. Sorry. <laughs> it was an instinct. <laughs> She's going to be so upset. I'm sorry, Becca. I actually haven't read the new version. Sorry, this might be um, controversial. <laughs> I haven't read the new version yet. I just haven't had time. To like sit down and properly read it. I so feel now like, that I have COVID, I have time. Yeah, now you have COVID. So I have read it. I read the new version. I feel like I'm gonna have to like put in a disclaimer, like a bias, because <laughs> we. Uh, well, the thing is, we're not gonna shit on it anyway. You read the well, first draft of it, and but I did the. Content. I read it as it was being written on Wattpad. Oh yeah, of course. I am a diehard OG Becca die Mac fan. Becca Mac fan until you've become best friends there. Yeah, exactly. And then I'm like, <laughs> give a grief. Um, no, so I did the the content development. I think it's called. Oh, well, we called it. Becca was like, "What do you want me to call it?" I was like, uh. <laughs> uh, "So my name is on the the copyright page, so I probably should need to do like a disclaimer at the beginning of it that." 
Um, Wait, yeah, and we're both in the, we're both in the acknowledgement. <laughs> you were both in the acknowledgement. So yeah, so don't be surprised when you read it and it, sorry, you listen to the episode and it's just us being really nice about it. Oh, so, that's gonna hurt me. So yeah, but yeah, no, we'll end it there. Hopefully, it won't be too long of an episode. And yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye.